0: Welcome to Soul Logic. Not sure. Breathy. The- spirituality. This is neither tie-dye running through fairy fields nor corporate performance metrics. It's about increasing your inner authority and personal freedom.
1: We're your hosts, Cindy and Scott, and we're here to put the practical into awakening. Well, welcome to episode one of Soul Logic. We're really excited to be here. We started this podcast because we come from a corporate background and You know, I always say I lived from the neck up for many, many years. And so very, very logical. And even when some of this awakening stuff starts to happen and your logic gets challenged, we're still very grounded in the journey that makes sense, right? And to have a a path that's a bit more tangible, a little less out there, if you will. And we just wanted to create a podcast for people that are similar to us that are sort of wondering what this whole awakening thing is about
0: wondering what it's about. And I completely understand what you say about the whole breathy piece of it. And I felt like some of the spirituality when I started looking into this over 30 years ago now was just too soft, too woo-woo. I didn't dislike it, but it never resonated with me. That delayed me embracing it, which delayed some of the progress I potentially could have made through life. And I'm not judging that, but Being a much more practical person and very much in my head, as I know you are, living above your neck, right? I also coming from the same place, I really felt this conflict and this split because there was this that I was really attracted to and really interested in, but so much of it didn't resonate with me. And I thought, well, then it can't be right for me. But that continued for so many years. And so I plodded along in this on this more practical logic-based path in corporate. But the material world, which of course, we all exist in, so I'm not minimizing any of that. But I had this other interest and this other pull towards learning more about spirituality, different concepts. And I had these real-life situations happen in my life, which continued to push me in that path as well. So the split became wider and wider until I finally made some peace with it and created some harmony within myself, which is part of the reason why we're calling this soul logic, because it is possible to create that harmony between our head and our heart our soul, and to exist in both worlds and to exist really well in both worlds and use all of the practices and and the the insights that we receive from our spiritual development, our spiritual practice, continuing on our path of awakening. And that makes living here in this material world, this 3D physical world, so much easier and so much of a richer experience is what I found.
1: Yeah. I think actually you totally nailed it on like the, uh, the soft part and not taking it seriously and slowing the journey down because you're like, wait, what world have I just stepped
0: into here? Right. It's too much. It's too much. I like that part of it, but I, I don't want all of that that goes with it.
1: Right. Exactly. Exactly. And I think that whole piece of also that you can coexist with your head and your soul. Like you don't have to check your soul at the door when you go to work, right? Right. Or you don't have to check your head when you go into a a spiritual awakening practice, if you will. And then you can actually have this awakening in your everyday life. Like I think part of it for me and the, the soft part or the breathy part was, I felt like you had to go sit on a mountaintop with your legs crossed, meditating for days and hoping to levitate. You
0: know, right, right. and that
1: just wasn't making sense to me. It was like, "I'm probably never going to levitate." You
0: know, right? And I love the mountains, but I'm not sure that I'll be spending that much time up there.
1: Exactly, alone, right? Yeah. Alone,
0: alone, and that's the interesting part because when I've been in places like Nepal and 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 been in those types of environments, it's from my perspective, it's actually really easy to be in that place of peace and in a very calm, centered, breathy place and space. But the real action and the real test and learning happens when you go back down into the city and you start to mix with society.
1: Exactly. And I think that's part of what this podcast is driving toward. Is like, how do you coexist? Like, I just love how you said that, like having them exist in every single part of your life, like you can be really present in the moment. talk a lot about getting triggered and i think going through this whole awakening process really helps you understand not only where you get triggered but also how to respond you have more compassion i think for other people that they're going through and we just want to talk through all those messy issues of the awakening process and then how do you live awake in the world which is frankly sometimes really hard (laughs) when you're bumping up against people who are maybe not as conscious about what's going on or not as in touch with themselves
0: that's so true. And, and you realize that they're coming from much more of the mind, much more of an ego perspective. Mm-hmm. I know that I start to sense that. I start to sense it before they even open their mouths. I know I can you kind of sense ahead of time what's happening. As we are coexisting, more information becomes available to us, which is a great thing because it increases, it allows us to increase our personal power, which allows us to then have more trust in ourselves and stop looking outside for the answers. And we're going to be talking about all of this through the upcoming episodes on ways to increase personal power, ways to begin to develop more trust in oneself and and so many other things. And, and some of the different aspects of awakening that Cindy and I have experienced, right? I mean, Cindy, you've, your journey is very different than my journey, but along that journey, there's some really similar uh, markers and experiences, I would think.
1: You know, Scott and I created this course called your roadmap to awakening that helps people go through this process in a more, linear fashion, if you will, but talking about the milestones, like we share our stories they are vastly different, but there are some commonalities that happen along the way for everyone, even in other people we've spoken to. And what I think the goal is the last step sort of is personal freedom. And what I think of as inner authority, where you really start to, to, what Scott was saying is trust yourself. And you start having this inner compass that says yes to this and no to that. And it might surprise you what you actually start saying yes to and what you start saying no to, because the head that you've been following i am looking at myself <laughs> might've been like on this one path. And then suddenly, you know, you get this other information and your, your body, your soul is saying, Hey, no, go this other direction. And when you would listen, it can be phenomenal. It's scary to do that though. And we want to talk about that piece too. I think one key piece and why we're putting this together, this podcast together and doing it together is that awakening should not be done alone in my opinion. <laughs> Need that support um, of other people going through and being like, "Oh my God, is this happening to you? Like, am I going crazy? Is this okay?" Especially when you come from that very logical place, where some start things start to happen inside, and you're like, "Whoa, is this just me, or is anybody else feeling this?"
0: Yeah, that's that's so true, Cindy. I for so long, I mean, I was reading as many books as I could read and and listen to before podcasts. You know, as many cassette tapes as I could find and and learn. And there was so little. 25, 30 years ago, remember, I'd have to go to like a new age bookstore, and there'd be one in a town to to find some information. But there wasn't all that much out there as far as even support and connecting with like minded people. So it's really important to find those people that can be your support and keeping in mind, people that can be your support during this time, could be people like us, it doesn't have to be people that are in your hometown or in your city, you know, they can be clear across the country, Cindy and I are in East Coast and, and West Coast. And a little interesting fact is we have not met in person, which is so incredible. Yet right. we we connected last year around December and started sharing our awakening stories and learning from each other and and seeing these common milestones that each of us had experienced and realized, wait a minute, there's something here. And we feel like we should do something with this to help other people, particularly those people like us that were maybe in corporate or coming from that very much logic-based perspective, they couldn't really get their head around this. And I know that I was that person who was asking questions for far too long. I wanted to know why and why and why. And what I learned is the more you keep asking why, the more you get confused. Because the more questions you ask, the more confusion there is. And I knew, logically, I knew that by me surrendering to some of this was really the ticket out or the way forward but my mind wasn't having any of that.
1: It, it is kind of cool how we met during COVID. And hey, that's kind of happening to me too. And it, there it's, you're like, okay, well, you're, you know, you're not breathy. You're know you not breathy <laughs> right. spirituality sitting on a mountaintop. You're a career, you know, business person, etc. Like, hey, maybe there's something here. And it's like, you start to feel it get normalized a little where it, before it's, I, I don't know about you, Scott, but it was a bit of a hidden piece of me for a long time. I w- didn't, I was, didn't really because I'm not this like breathy, you know, I'm all spiritual love and peace externally, it felt really uncomfortable to talk about it. And so to find somebody that was willing to um, go there. And I, I hear that in my, in my corporate day job where, you know, there's just little hints of stuff of people, whether they mention, um, you know, about Brene Brown or even Anadi Shanti or some little nugget where they just drop it and you're like, oh, okay, there's other, you know, people out there exploring this and maybe dropping some hints, putting out some feelers, frankly, to say like, Hey, are you one of these people too? And it's like, I, if this podcast can normalize some of this for people, it would be, it would be amazing to let them know you're, you're not alone in having some of these thoughts or curiosities, or even exploring whether it's, you know, running through fields or, or not like you're, if you're willing to explore and have the conversation. Hopefully, you find a home here.
0: You're listening to Soul Logic, shifting you from a corporate mindset into a conscious mindset, bringing the practical into awakening. We're excited about where this is going to go because we're just starting it, so it's really like wide open territory for us to explore. And the topic is huge, right? The awakening topic is huge. You know, I was I was just talking with a a new client the other day, and he's been in corporate for over 40, 45 years. And he said, I really want to learn how to connect with my heart. Mm -hmm. Really want to learn how to feel. He said, I've been, I'm really good at thinking. And it was so interesting. And in some ways it was very um, comical because when he was explaining what his challenges were, I could see myself quite a few years ago, particularly with my coaches and spiritual teachers, where mm-hmm. I wanted to know why I wanted the logic behind it. And I saw him coming from the same place. And I said, I have to laugh because I'm seeing myself in you. And you're, you know, you've been in this head space for so long. And you really, mm-hmm. you know, there's something bigger here. And I was talking to him about heart Math Institute and, and the power and the work that they've done and how the heart is 60 times, you know, the magnetic field of the heart is 60 times more powerful than that of the brain, and you can feel it get like six to nine feet outside the body. Mm-hmm. But we think our brain is so powerful. The brain yeah. is not all that powerful at all. It's the it's the heart, the soul. The heart is the seat of the soul, and and that knows that knows what's happening before it even happens. But sadly, so many of us have cut ourselves off from it. So in this podcast, Soul Logic, we're going to share with you a lot of our learning. We'll bring some people on, interview them. We'll have you know very interesting guests. And we're going to be talking about how to create that harmony within so that it isn't this struggle, it's not a push-pull, but you're able to then start to leverage all of your body's intelligence and exist in a much easier way. And life can be so much more fun and such a richer experience, particularly in times like today and this period of time where the, the world and life is changing at such a quick pace that that personal freedom that Cindy mentioned, the trust that I mentioned, expanding our personal power is so important because there may not be that person or that organization or that place that's going to give you the answers that you need. And the best answers will always come from inside because those are going to be the ones that feel right to you because they are right. So your soul does know, but your mind has to be on board with what the soul knows. So again, creating that harmony between the two.
1: One other commonality we have is just I think our desire for anybody listening to this is that your journey doesn't have to take as long as ours because change is coming at us so much faster and COVID has I think really given everybody an opportunity to really reconsider what life is about their own life life in general etc. Um, not that a journey has to be fast. We're not trying to rush anything, but you know, Scott, I think you started yours when you were 20. I started mine when I was in my early thirties, when I really had that spark of awakening and went on this journey. And it doesn't have to take that long. And that's part of what your roadmap to awakening helps is understand the stages that you're most likely going to go through, give or take, you know, some variations and to help understand what's going on. When you understand what's going on, then hopefully you can process the information for yourself and get to that end stage of Personal freedom, trusting yourself, inner authority—all of that, much more quickly, so that you can get on with living the life. I mean, it sounds cliche, but living the life that you are meant to live, the life you want to live, like that's in alignment with you. Like if you're in a banking job and you really want to be a teacher, that you have that you figure that out. Or if you want to be a teacher and you are a teacher and you want to be a banker, go do that. Right? That you really understand who you are, what you want at your deepest level, and that you're able to go get that. I mean, that's really the, what we're all here for, right? We're, you know, Scott and I are both coaches. Um, I also do some organizational development and change development. Uh, Coaching piece is a new, new thing for me. That's online programming that I'm putting together. I'm actually just launching it now, Uh, but it is really speaking to me. And I wouldn't have been doing this if I hadn't gone through the awakening process and now understand what I feel called to do, what I think I'm meant to do.
0: Great point, Cindy. And for me, I've been in this uh coaching world for about 10 years after leaving my corporate work, but still very much involved in corporate, working at a different level, different capacity, more as a partner now than an employee in a leadership role. And the coaching part was a real big aspect to my own personal awakening. One thing that I, I like that you said, I like a lot of what you said, of course, but the one thing I really <laughs> like that you said is that, yeah, we have these five stages in our online course, your roadmap to awakening, and they're not linear. And they will come and go and and resurface and resurface and just when you think or just when I thought, okay, I'm finally here. Guess what? Something else comes along, harder, faster, deeper, more intense. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I'm like, damn, what the heck was that? And you know, it's another layer, it's another breakthrough, it's another another um, you could say another step up, right? Yeah. Uh, and this path to, in this path of awakening personal power and. Developing even more confidence within myself. And that's what I've been seeing for the last 10 years with my clients is more and more of a receptivity towards understanding what their connection is to something bigger than themselves, starting to pay attention to what they would write off as coincidences and learning from them. And sometimes, you know, making jokes. Well, you know, it must be the power of the universe or nothing happens by chance or everything happens for a reason. So these these kind of like little quips or these jokes that are put out there and I know and I think to myself just like you did uh-huh so you're testing the waters you think the same thing too at soul logic we're excited to explore all of these topics and spirituality that is not right exactly We have our (laughs) online course, Your Roadmap to Awakening. You can see it online at roadmaptoawakening.com. I'm Scott Masciarelli.
1: I'm Cindy Jennings. We're so thrilled you joined us today.
0: We'll see you in the next episode. Take care.